to another episode of Welcome to Mars. I am thrilled today because I am joined with Jason, my amazing friend and injectionist. And we are going to get into the nitty gritty today um, of a lot of things about mental health. And for those of you who had just listened to my episode from two days ago, I talked about seasonal depression and I really wanted to get into mental health. So, Jason, welcome back. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. We'll do a little cheers. Cheers with your little um, Patron tea. Actually, it's not from Trump. 1800, right? Coconut flavor. 1800 is good, actually. Okay. Actually, do you mind passing me my coffee that's over there? Absolutely. Here we go. I'm mixing coffee and vodka. Seasonal depression. This is not the same as seasonal affective disorder? I don't think so, no. You didn't do any research on seasonal affective. I didn't do on that. No, I did research on seasonal depression. Okay. Talk to me about seasonal depression. Let's dive in. Yes. So my last episode that I recorded two days ago, um, I got into seasonal depression because a lot of my friends have been posting that they have it. Now, in my opinion, seasonal depression comes into play when winter rolls around and when, you know, the holidays run, run, run around. I am not drunk and I can't talk. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I, think, I think your listeners will actually figure it out. Roll around. It is the holiday season, and <laughs> yes. we're filming this. We've got Christmas balls yes. around our yep. table here. We do. And we've got the Starbucks Christmas My Christmas cup. cup. There you go. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, and so we, I was doing research about it because a friend of mine had posted on Facebook that he had seasonal depression and he was just letting his friends know that's why he hasn't been so outgoing and like himself lately. And then I had my other girlfriend message me and say that she was feeling really depressed and the weather isn't helping and it's so dark out and I, and I get it. I completely get it. Yeah. Well, holidays are tough. Holidays are tough. Holidays are tough, especially, you know, when... You probably had traditions at home. Mm-hmm. I had traditions at home. And, you know, um, you lost your father a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, it, it is tough. Right? I, you miss the people that you started these traditions with. It's hard, especially when you do, you know, you live on your own and you're away from your family. And like you said, I had lost my dad. Mm-hmm. And this will be my second Christmas without my dad. And my mom lives in Ontario. <laughs> and all my friends who are here have obviously become my family, yourself included. And, um, you have to make the best of it. And I was trying to give advice on my last episode on how to kind of curve your seasonal depression because it is hard. It's dark at 4 PM. It's dark till 8 Mm AM, you know, like right now it's minus 43 here. Yeah. And it's, yeah, of course. You can say fuck whenever you please. <laughs> my audience is 18 plus. I, I don't know if my, you know, my nursing college will like that I swear on a podcast. It's fine. But it's okay. It's fine. That's all right. They're already after me for something else anyway, That's, so it's all good. Oh. <laughs> But say fuck whenever you please. Um, So I was just trying to give advice. And like for me personally, like I have battled my mental health for a while. Um, And I find the gym is very therapeutic for me. And I have never been such a gym goer. I used to hate going to the gym. And I used to say... 
I want to clarify, what are you doing at the gym? <laughs> My body is what it is. <laughs> and I'm not what going to the gym. What are you doing? Are you running? You're um, running you know? No, you know, you're not supposed to do cardio until the end of your workout, for those of you who don't know. Oh, why is this? Because you don't want to tire your body out before you start lifting and doing other things in the gym. Cardio is supposed to be the end do cardio for 15, 20 minutes at the end of your workout. Because if you do go 20 minutes jogging and sprinting, then you're pooped. You don't oh, want to go lift weights. That's different advice that I've had from some of my trainers in the past. I have seen it so on you TikTok. you have a new trainer? Uh, yeah. I've seen it on TikTok. <laughs> All right. We're talking about doctor TikTok. <laughs> experts on TikTok. No. From let's fitness. Talk about, let's talk about social media <laughs> education. From fitness. You know, people who have the fitness... They're yeah. instructors and they okay. do their TikToks right. and stuff. Cool. And they always say, do cardio at the end. And I said this to someone and they're oh. like, yeah, that's true. You should always do cardio at the end. Never do it at the beginning. Oh, okay. So I always I, finish not, on the stair I, climber. I am not a fitness expert, so I can't battle it. I'm trying to grow my booty. So the st- stair climber is my best friend. All right. How are you trying to grow your booty? The stair climber squats. Like sculpture, like <laughs> I do here. No. Right? No, we're trying to grow it. Squats, hip thrusts, cool. sumo squats, Bulgarian squats, you know, yeah. all of the above. You're Italian, you got booty. I, it needs work. You just need to solidify it. Yeah. Get that muscle a little bit stronger. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Wonderful. So Wonderful. the other thing that I find is very helpful when it comes to, you know, seasonal depression or your mental health alone, because we're going to talk a lot about mental health today. Yeah is going to therapy. Now, I know that you mm-hmm. go to therapy. I do. And I would love to talk about your journey with therapy because I always tell there's a difference between talking to your friends and talking to your therapist. For sure, and that's one thing that, you know, I want to make sure that's clear. It's great to have friends. Mm-hmm. It's great to have therapists. Your friends should not be your therapists. No. You need somebody that is super neutral, that can guide you towards, like therapy is nothing but finding the answers within yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like, have you, you've done, you've done therapy sessions. I've done a few therapy yeah. sessions and I started it when my dad passed away. Yeah. And is it helping? Yes. How's I've only done a couple. Okay. Um, I haven't done it a lot because I don't know, I just, I just haven't. And the first time I had my first therapy session was with my therapist and she's great and it's so crazy how you can open up to a complete stranger because you don't feel judged they're there to listen and they're there to give you guidance and advice and help you through your thing i started it when my dad passed away and i also started it because i was just having such issues in the dating world and i was trying to figure out what the root cause was is it me like what is my issue why don't i trust anybody and she's like we're gonna get to the root cause i promise (laughs) and i was like okay but what is it like why do I suck and she's like it's not you and I'm like I tell my mom the same stuff and she's yeah. just like dating is hard nowadays and it has a lot to do with social media and dating apps oh my goodness then that's what we talked about last time yeah right so update on me using social media let's right? update let's it let's up let's update on using those apps <laughs> I remember when I said um you know I was, I was excited to try it because mm-hmm. what we did our first episode together almost like, a year ago almost a year ago and it was just you know it was pretty new like was like I, I was new to my separation mm-hmm. right? I separated from my uh from my wife of um well 18 years but we were 
day, like we were together for 21 years. Mm-hmm. Had two beautiful children together. And it was exciting. I was like, hey, you know what? I get to play the game again. And I've always been curious about how these apps work. Right? Yeah. And I tried it. I hope that I never have to go back. Yeah, that's what everyone says. Right? It's like, you know, these apps are these apps are just as easy of changing partners like you can change channels like mm-hmm. Netflix, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't matter what app you're on. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, there's there's Tinder. I tried Tinder. No, right? Tinder Hinge, sucks. Right? Hinge. And now I'm hearing there's Bumble, there's Facebook. All these yeah, we have Facebook ones. dating now, which is weird. It's all the same <laughs> yeah. freaking people. It is. They all the have the same apps. App. And they all have the same story, yeah. right? And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's patterns. And then I love patterns. Mm-hmm. I'm just a geek that way from, you know, a science, uh, a science perspective. I love patterns. I hated statistics, right? Mm-hmm. I failed statistics. Actually, that's one of the reasons I almost didn't get my degree, right? But um, statistics, now that I can apply statistics and I can apply the science, I love science. I'm a little bit of a science geek. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, the the patterns, it's a math mathematical thing, mm-hmm. right? If you want something, like, what's the definition of insanity? Me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you answer that question. You answer that question as if you looked at the dictionary and it was a picture of it, it would be you. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, it's a picture right? of me. It, you know, basically, what insanity <laughs> is, insanity is... Doing the same thing over and over yeah. again, expecting a different result, mm-hmm. right? It's the same thing with working out. Yeah. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, right? It's just a diet, like resolutions, all yeah. this stuff. Like, how many times do we do resolutions? We're talking resolutions, like, you know, like, we're going to be talking resolutions in the next uh, couple of weeks here, mm-hmm. right? Because it's going to be a new year. Everyone's resolution is going to be going to the gym. <laughs> right? But we're going back to the patterns of these dating apps. Like, you know what? Everybody has this pattern and they look for the same people and you check off all the boxes. And like, oh, yeah, great, wonderful. Let's meet this person. Yeah. And we have to put a fake face on mm-hmm. on our social apps. Right from the profile. Right? If you know how to use patterns to actually, you know, capture what you want on Tinder. Right? Tinder was known as... You know, when it came out, it, like all the Olympians, right? Like the Olympic Village. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, all the international folks were like, you know, they were having sex all over the place. Yeah. One mad orgy with the Olympics, mm-hmm. right? Hey, if that's what you're into, great, wonderful. Use Tinder. Yeah. But now Tinder's like, you know, it's like relationships. They're still trying to do relationships and stuff. Tinder has become the hookup one. Yeah. Um known for the hookup one and then you have hinge which is more of an in-depth profile that you actually have to fill out what you are looking for it says what are you looking for and people have to put relationship casual marriage and like they have to put it on the app yeah, tinder is like throw your pictures on there and fucking tell them where you are and they'll be there in five minutes <laughs> <laughs> it's like uber Uber, what's, what's the food one? Uber Eats. Uber Eats, yeah, right. DoorDash. DoorDash, or whatever, right? Um, heck, I've, I participated in that. Why not, right? Safely. Everyone has. Like, safely, because you know what? Like, uh, I met my boyfriend on Hinge. There you go. See? Hinge. And we're six months in. Yeah. We had a rough two months because he was not being great, but now well, what, we're great. What made the difference? Um, him realizing that I am the best thing that has ever happened to him. 
What made the difference? <laughs> no, we just, I don't know. Like, it was summertime. We do you were guys still... actually have a good conversation? We do, yeah. I mean, we we did. I gave... I had a conversation about what you want and what you Oh, want. yeah. He wanted out of the relationship? We do, we do now. Wonderful. But before we weren't. We exactly. were just fucking around. Fuck yeah. He was fucking around. There's nothing wrong with that. But now we're, like, in it to win it. Exactly. Like, long term. So, like, moving in together soon. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, congratulations. Well, oh my god, he's going to listen to this gonna, and be is like... There gonna be, is there going to be a key under the Christmas tree this there year There better be. No. Because that's how, that's how I, I guess that's how they do it. Well, I left his house this morning at 5 a.m. And I was like, I wouldn't have to fucking leave at 5 a.m. Because he was going to work. Yeah. If I had a key. And he's like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, well, make me one. <laughs> he's like, this is What's my life, Daryl. Daryl, Daryl. That's why there's electronic locks now. Just yeah. Give me a keypad. Give That's all like we need. Code, yeah. You know? Like, don't make it four numbers. Make it, like, letters and numbers. Yeah. It's, like, it's like alphanumeric, these pin codes now. He's... You don't need to give him a key. No, he's great. I love him so much. And Wonderful. we're on, on the right path now. But well, it took are, us a while. You are going a little bit differently. Yeah. Days, right? Like, yeah. Like, you know, like, like as, as your friend and as your injectionist, you know, they, I've noticed, I noticed these things. Yeah. I went right? shopping for his mom today. Like that's where we're at. Wow. I know. It's kind of crazy. I, and I wow. texted him, baby, I bought your mom this, this, and then you can put the present. We'll gift it together. And he's like, okay, sounds good. And I'm wow. like, oh my God. Congrats. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, that, that, that's a beautiful story. I, mm-hmm. I love it. And, you know, when we talk about mental health, we talk about relationships, we talk about apps and all these different things. These are all just tools. Yeah. Right? They're all tools. And you can present yourself on these tools however you like. Mm-hmm. Right? And, um, and it is up to the individual person. Right. To find out really what that person's all about. Mm, exactly. Right? Yeah. And that is all about communication. Mm-hmm. Right? Not communicating like you're a teenager. Yes. When you're starting a date as a teenager, like my son who's 16, that's... Uh, you know, actually, I'm pretty happy for him. He's like, he's, um, you know, he uh, he had a girlfriend last time we were talking about mm-hmm. this. They broke up in January last year. And um, and uh, this new girl pursued him through Snapchat. Oh. Through an app. Right? And they're still together. Oh, that's great. And you know what? It, Good. It makes him happy. And uh, As long as he's happy, that's, that's all that matters. all that's important. Yeah. And you know what? I think I might need some of those, you know. Um, condoms that uh, you talk about all the time? I have a whole bunch, and I actually just re-signed my um, sponsorship with one. Congratulations. Yeah, Yeah. and I have a ton of them, and I will bring you some, because I have so many boxes. This package showed up at my door the other day, and I opened it up, and (laughs) my boyfriend's like, is that just a box of lube? And I was like, yeah! <laughs> I just like fucking show him, and he's like, "Wow!" And I was like, "They love me!" Like, and I got a package yesterday too, and she sent me more stuff, and I got the cutest little shirt, and I'm gonna do yeah, some well, stuff I'm not for her. But my son to lube. Yeah, no. Wait, okay. I'll give you some lube. Yeah. Mm. The lube right? is great. Lube is wonderful. Yes, right? but he's not in that stage yet. No, you know? I'll give you. I'll give you some condoms. Thank you. Yeah, you're Thank welcome. You. Some lube. Yeah, all right, perfect. Right? I'll put. I'll pack it and like, put it in this part of the Christmas gift. Yeah, put right? it in the stocking. You're <laughs> sponsored. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko, and I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast. 
4Kids flashback. 4Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. You know, I, 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 bring, back, I bring it back to the, the teenage mind, the boy mind. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, boyfriend yeah. to man friend. Yes. Like it's, you know, girl to adult female mm-hmm. or woman. Woman, right? yeah. This is the biggest difference with our mind uh, and our approach to relationships. Mm-hmm. Right? If you get stuck... Like high school time, yeah. In the dating world, and you're using apps to do this. Well, you're gonna be stuck, right? So you just gotta change those patterns, and that's mm-hmm. what I, you know. That's what I was talking about with patterns. You gotta change your patterns, yeah. And the same thing applies to mental health. Mm-hmm. Same thing applies to your mind and your mindset, right? And here I'm talking about mindset. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, your big mental health advocate, and I love that about you. Um, and let's get into that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you recently checked yourself into into the loony bin. Okay, let's yeah. talk about that. Okay, because I feel like I love that you did that because I think you're. Like, it's great that you took that initiative to work on yourself that way. Absolutely. And Thank I you. think more people need to hear this because a lot of people would never do that. No, and it, I... So as a health professional, and here what we do here at, at the clinic here as well, you know, there's a little bit... There's a lot of it to do with mental health, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we don't do procedures, aesthetic procedures, without doing... Uh, without having a good conversation with our clients, right? About, is this really what you're looking for? Mm-hmm. And if it really is what you're looking for, and if it's what you need and you're doing it for yourself, mm-hmm. for sure, I'm all over it, right? Because we go through, I've seen, you know, since 2006, I've seen clients through their breakups. I've seen them through their marriages. I've mm-hmm. seen them through their divorces and all these things. And um, So when it comes to my own mental health, I was giving away, like every time I do the work that I do, it's giving a piece of me and helping somebody, mm-hmm. right? What I wasn't doing, what I was failing to do, I thought I knew the skills, I thought I had the skills, but I wasn't taking care of me, mm-hmm. right? And so this is when, uh, you know, after, well, after almost a year of separation, and using all the coping skills that are fun, like call it the rock star lifestyle. Sex, drugs, and alcohol. Sex, drugs, and alcohol, <laughs> right? Um, I was saying my pattern is not changing here. Mm-hmm. I am still miserable. Um, I am still not winning over my children. I am still not getting back the love that my children knows me for, mm-hmm. right? Or that I know my children for. And so... Uh, uh, 
you know, it's like the lies, the cover-ups, the things that, you know, that, that, you know, that, that I had to listen to from them. And I couldn't be angry. Mm -hmm. I can't be angry because here I am. I separated from, you know, my, uh, um, my uh, wife of 18 years and uh, we were together for 21 years and we brought up these two beautiful children they're 16 and 13 now and I completely changed all their lives and it wasn't you know and uh, some people will call it like a mid well, a midlife crisis mm -hmm. I call it midlife enlightenment and the maturity and the adult in me after therapy for three years of our relationship I was going through all these mental health breakthroughs and, um, but someone kept pointing at me, you know, my, my partner kept pointing at me and said, no, there's something still wrong with him. Something's still wrong with him. And I believed that. Yeah. I believed that. And I was like, you know what? I'm putting my kids in danger. I don't want them to grow up watching us argue. And we're from a generation that a lot of us have seen our parents fight and stay together mm -hmm. and they weren't happy for a long period of time, including my parents, right? Thankfully, my parents, you know, stuck it out, worked together, and they are the ideal epitome of, you know, a love story, mm -hmm. right? They went through things. So the relationships aren't easy, no. right? Marriages aren't easy. And, you know, like, just being with somebody that is not the that is not you is hard mm -hmm. right and so I had enough of the drinking I had enough of the you know the drugs and I had enough of the you know the sex and just trying to look for stuff right right so I checked myself in and I said you know what I am uh, <laughs> I went to emerge at Rocky View uh, one day and I said I need help I need help um, I'm going through uh, a divorce right now and I, you know, I, I, I think I'm making very reckless decisions and I need help. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> Rocky View emergency, I was there for 45 minutes. I got checked, you know, brought myself in and, um, you know, the emergency doctor came in there and, you know, asked me, so what's going on? I looked at my file, came back and I said, wait one moment, came back. And gave me a sheet of paper and said, here, call these two numbers. It was the urgent uh, urgent mental health line. And then and they left. And I was like, I looked around. I asked the nurse. I'm like, am I discharged? Yeah, you're discharged. What? Yeah. Here I am going, I need help. And that's what happened. That is what the state of our healthcare is right now. And... You know, and this is like, so I left and I can see anybody that's in mental health distress would, you know, choose, like, they'll be like, okay, it took me a lot of courage to actually say mm -hmm. I'm going in, I need help, and then I'm discharged. And you know what it is? It's because emergency rooms, they are measured by how quickly patients are in and out of that place. And those numbers, those statistics are important for the government that pays for our care. And those statistics are important for the budget, the healthcare budgets. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I am a healthcare provider, but I'm now in private health. And our public health system needs help. Yeah. Right? Long story short, 
I was outside. I called up my friend and I said, well, here I am. I have two numbers to call. The urgent mental health lines uh, at South Health Campus and, um, and uh, the Shelton Schumer. So I, call, so I knew my friend that was picking me up was coming from the south. And I was like, hey, you know what? Let's make it convenient. I'll go over there. Like, bring me over there. And he's like, yeah, you know, when I pick my son, uh, he's going through a divorce as well. I was like, when I pick up my son, like, we'll be there. Like, okay, cool. So I figured I'd call the number at South Hill Campus and tell him I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Well, called the number that was on there. Guess what I get? An answering machine. Of course. Guess what the answering machine says? Leave a message. Hi, this is the urgent mental health line. If this is an emergency, please visit your nearest emergency room. I swear to God, I took a picture at that moment with the emergency room back behind me. I'm like, yeah, that's where I just came from. Right? Oh, my God. And so, yeah, leave a message. (laughs) Okay, wonderful. If I was at the end Mm -hmm. of my wit, Mm -hmm. guess what I'd be doing? And I didn't have a ride and I didn't want anything. I would have walked in front of a fucking bus. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I'm like, fuck, what the hell? Here I am. Like, you know, built up the courage to get some help. And I'm at Emerge. I'm and at they told Emerge. me to call you. Told and now you told me to go to Emerge. I'm like, fucking pattern. Like, you know, so I, um, so I called Sheldon Schumer. And, you know, a wonderful, uh, a wonderful lady, uh, social worker, answered the phone. And I said, hey, you know what? I'm, you know, I just got out of the merge, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, why don't, why didn't they take you in urgent, you know, urgent mental health there? I'm like, heck, I don't know. Maybe they don't have the staff here at, at Rocky View. Um, she's like, okay, well, you know what, come down to, you know, and uh, check in our merge and all that stuff there. And so I did. And mm. my friend dropped me off at, uh, at um, Emerge at Sheldon Schumer, mm-hmm. uh, our, um, our um, urgent care center there. And there's a long lineup again. I'm going to have to be in this lineup again, mm-hmm. right? And I was starting to break down, right? And my brother called me. He's like, hey, Jay, like, do you need a ride? And I'm like, no, I, I'm here already. But you know what? I, 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 I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do. And, um, you know, they made me wear a mask and all that stuff. And, you know, for someone with anxiety, like, masks are a true, you know, Makes you super anxious. Makes uh-huh. you hyperventilate. And so I walked out and I lied down, right? Because my, my my brother said, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll come and get you. And, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. Because I was going to, you know, have him come and get me and just leave. Like, I just wanted to be with somebody, mm-hmm. right? And, but then, you know, I, I was there lying down. Security came out and said, hey, dude, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Right? And my brother came out and was like, Jay, you got to check, like, you know, come on, you, you got to go in. Like, you know what, you're just, I, he's never seen me so distraught, mm-hmm. so distraught. I couldn't even pick my legs up and walk, right? He had to walk me back into that emergency room. I got assessed by emerge again, you know, and the social worker that answered the phone, she came in, she asked me the questions, brought another emergency doc in, emergency doc comes in and says, you know, I hear you're having a hard time. I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you know, um, and social workers, well, well, the best way to access, um, you know, the help that you want, the help that you need is through addiction services, right? I'm like, okay, I'm not, I I don't think I'm an addict, Mm -hmm. but you know what? You might be right. Who knows? 
And then he's like, yeah, you know, yeah. and then the social worker, yeah, you, you know, you call the number again, the addiction services. So you had to call another number. Well, that's what they're trying to do. So I looked, the emergency doc, young doc, and, you know, if he was single, I'd be like, you know, saying to my friends, like, you know, this is by this emergency doc. Cause hot doc. Hot doc. Hot, hot doc, doc alert. Hot doc alert. At Schumer. But, you know, and I was like, I was like, listen, man. I was like, this is my story. Blah, blah, blah. I'm at my wits end. Blah, blah, blah. I know the statistics. I was like, there's for every, there's like, you know, 75% of suicides in Canada are male. And 25% are female. I didn't know that. It's like, if, if you look up uh, um, suicide in Canada, you'll actually see that right. And I said, I know that I'm not, you know, suicidal. Um, but I also know that you cannot discharge me if I say I'm going to harm myself mm-hmm. or harm somebody else. Mm-hmm. So guess what I told him? I was like, yeah, you know what? I drink. And, you know, maybe I'm making some reckless decisions and I sometimes drive after Mm. drinking. Right? He was like, so that changed the scene. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately. He left, walked out, blah, 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 you know, told the, you know, and and he came in. He's like, okay, well, we have to check you in. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Anytime you're in a merge and you need attention, right? Um, I know this from working a merge as well. You are on a category, you're on a thing, like a heart attack is top. Stroke is top. Yeah. Um, Harming somebody or harming yourself is top as well. And in mental health, that is the top, Mm -hmm. right? Well, then that's when I got the attention I needed. Right. And I had to tell a story. It's pretty sad, though, that you have to go to that extreme to get attention. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it was... was, you know what? It, it just—it's it, pitiful what's going on with our healthcare system. Mm-hmm. You know what? It, it is failing all of us. It is failing all of us. And um, you know, uh, I uh, so I finally got in. I got in with a psychiatrist. Told him my story. Blah blah blah. You know, and uh, you know, I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe it's addictions you still need to go to. But I tell him about the party drugs. I tell him about the alcohol. Tell him about the sex and blah blah blah. I'm like. Sure, if they if think that that's where I'm supposed to be going, I'm like, great, wonderful. And then they kept asking, so do you think you're going to, you know, you're going to leave here and drink and drive? I'm like, nodding my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inside my head, I was like, heck, I know the answer to, like, for you to, like, for you guys to check me out. Right. You know, and if you weren't in the health system or you weren't a health professional, you probably wouldn't know that. Mm-hmm. Right? So what would you do? I probably would have gone, Sheldon Schumer's got, uh, what's that bar right across the street? Um, Hudson's? Hudson's, Yeah. Yeah. Well, heck, you know what? If I was the normal layman that said, look, I'm going back to have a drink there. You're right. And just drink my sorrows away. Right? Drink my pain away. Hmm. Uh, so anyways, they, um, I got admitted. And then they're like, okay, we're going to send you to uh, We're now going to send you to South Health Campus. Right? I'm like, okay, South Health Campus, because they didn't have any beds here. Sent me to South Health Campus. I went through Emerge there too. Blah, blah, blah. I had to tell my story again. Blah, blah, blah. South Health Campus. I got admitted to Emerge. And the emerge for like the emerge was like completely full. I sat in so there was like these three levels of chairs. Um, so you have the uh, you have the, your normal waiting room chairs, and then they have the chairs that recline. Yeah. Well, gosh, I got like you know if it was the airline, I got first class, <laughs> first class there, and they kept me there for two nights, and 
I was like, I wasn't going to change my answer. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, you know, like maybe the truly there weren't any beds available, but they kept me there for two nights. And the answer, and the question each time was, do you still think you're going to be hurting yourself? Yeah. And I knew that to say was the answer is yes. In right? order to stay. Yeah. So finally I was two nights there. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, it was like a, you know, it's like a, a test of strength. Yeah. A test of mind, a mindset, right? And I knew what I wanted. I wanted care. Mm-hmm. And so a bed finally opened up. And because I was now, you know, could actively harm myself, um, I got escorted in an ambulance, right? Back to where? Rocky View. For Rocky View. Oh my God. Because there was a bed that opened up. And, you know, I was still a voluntary admitting. Like, I, you know, I, I was still voluntary. And so that's where I got admitted into their um, the crisis stabilization unit. And there I was. And you know what? Um, I met some wonderful social workers. I met some wonderful psychologists, wonderful psychiatrists. They got my meds all you know, taken care of and all these things. But the best uh, advice I got was from one of the nurses that worked there. He goes, these are all pills and skills, my friend, right? He was, he was a, you know, um, East Indian man, uh, all in the, you know, he's like, uh, he was probably one of the best, you know, facilitators that I had there. And so, yeah, I stayed there for a week, uh, built some, you know, built some skills. They um, solidified my sleeping. Sleeping is a huge thing, mm-hmm. right? Sleeping affects your mood. If you're not sleeping, make sure you figure out what can help you sleep. Yep. Night. And, you know, they say that, uh, well, I can't, you know, this. they say that basically having lost sleep is the same as being actually intoxicated. Yep. Right? So, um, I actually taught, I, t- I touched base on that on my last episode yeah. that sleep is very important when very it comes important. to your mood. mood and anxiety and depression and all that. And I personally don't sleep. Like I break my, my sleep is broken. I wake up every three hours. I'm up. I don't go to bed. Like the other night I went to bed at 5 a.m. I work overnight. It's like I'm off for 11 days. Like my sleep schedule is so fucked up that it impacts how you are feeling like i run some days on three hours of sleep and i am miserable that's dangerous yeah you know it's very dangerous for our healthcare workers out there that work night shifts as well Mm -hmm. you know you're you're not in the healthcare realm but you're still in the customer service realm and Mm -hmm. all that stuff and you work night shifts right and like the back when i was working in the hospitals and in acute care you know i gotta say like i got hooked on the gravel because mm-hmm. that was the only thing that would help me sleep. Yeah. Right? And I knew that that was a bad pattern too. I had to change that pattern. Right. And that's why I work, you know, I, I seek a job. Um, I seek a job in a nine to five, Monday to Friday, which was corporate health. Mm-hmm. Right? Corporate health, occupational health, all that fun stuff, right? Um, so I had a Monday, Friday, nine to five job because it just wasn't for me. Yeah. Right? The sleep it's, was just terrible. It's not for a lot of people. Yeah. I wanted to also touch base a little bit of something that just happened a couple days ago that like shocked the world. And since we kind of touched base on suicide, I know this is very deep and this is going to be the deepest episode I feel like I have ever (laughs) recorded, but the passing of Twitch, um, essentially I feel like shocked the world, like 
because for those of you who obviously knew Twitch and followed along on him, I followed him on TikTok, him, his whole family. I actually used to watch Twitch when he was on So You Think You Can Dance. Like, yeah. that's where I... I was going to say met. I obviously haven't met, met him. him. <laughs> met him, but was introduced to Twitch. And to hear the day that he had passed away and what he had done was so shocking to the world because he seemed like he was the happiest person on the planet. Oh, he was achieving everything that he wanted. His family was the TikTok stars. They had yeah. dances every day. Like yeah. him and his wife, seemed they just celebrated their nine-year anniversary. Yeah. Two days before. And he worked with Ellen. And he worked with Ellen. The happiest show on earth. Literally. Right? Like, gosh. That was like the most ideal job ever. Really? And it just, I think it broke a lot of hearts in the world because you don't, thank you. You don't know what someone's going through. And this is how I ended my last episode. Um, It takes zero dollars to be kind. And I feel like a lot of people don't don't take that advice and it really makes me upset because you don't know what something someone's going through Mm -hmm. like you literally do not and if you say the stupidest little comment and it can set someone off because you don't know how their day was you don't know what they're going through they're called triggers yeah triggers and um i have this little acronym that i say and you know because i can swear on here i will use it swear away i say shit happens and shit stands for stress, uh, stress, heartbreak, injury, and trauma. Right. And it does happen. And um, but you know what? When you actually build the circle around it, you just gotta fuck it. Mm-hmm. And fuck it stands for find universal compassion and kindness mm-hmm. in the shit. Right? Yeah. So if you actually built that out, like. Basically, when you're talking about kindness, yes, it's it is free mm-hmm. to smile with somebody else. Yeah, it is free to show them some compassion. It is free to show them some kindness mm-hmm. because nobody ever knows what battle any person is going through. Yeah. and you know we talk about Twitch, but you know who is like. I always go back to Robin Williams. Yes, that's right? the big one. Robin yeah. Williams, like this is, guy made millions, billions of people happy mm-hmm. through his, you know, his movies, through his, his comedy. comedy and all that stuff. And he was like, the, he would make you laugh. Yeah. And laughing is great because endorphins come out. Right. But nobody, nobody ever knew that he was suffering inside. No. Like he was suffering from, uh, it was a mental illness where... Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what it was now, but uh, but Robin Williams, like you know, it's uh, like he committed suicide. Yeah. Right. Because he couldn't take the pain anymore, mm-hmm. and you never know what is going, what battle anybody is going through. It's the same as Aaron Carter a couple of weeks ago that I feel like not a lot of people talked about as well that he was. A child star. Like, I loved Aaron Carter when I was That was Aaron Carter? hmm Oh, my gosh. Like, Nick Carter's brother. Yeah, yeah. So, he had I didn't recognize the guy. Troubling things that had been going on in his life. Yeah. But he used to go on TikTok Live. And I used to go in, because I followed him, because yeah. he was, like, my elementary sweetheart. Like, I loved Aaron Carter. <laughs> yeah, Every yeah. girl did. Yeah. And 
he I would go on TikTok and he started getting tattoos on his face and like was acting very strange on TikTok, but people were mean to him. Oh yeah. And were like, kill yourself. Kill yourself. You don't deserve to be you on look this like you planet. Have AIDS. That's what you, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. like, yeah, yeah. You, and okay. then sure enough. And it's sad. And it literally breaks my heart that people do find suicide to be the answer when it's not like life has so much more to live you know what i mean and life is already short as it is it is short as it is and, and you know what you don't have to be a bully and all those people that were telling him to kill himself you fucking bullies yeah like fuck we like, we all have had bullies in our life mm-hmm. and when you are struggling with trying to find love for yourself yeah and you encourage Someone to hate themselves? Fuck you. Any person that bully. encourages someone like that, like that says, kill yourself. You don't deserve to be here. You're stupid. You're a piece of shit. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And now look. You got to look within yourself if you are saying those things to people. Like, you know what? Shame on you. Mm-hmm. Shame on you. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, you know, it's like you have no power. You have no right no. to tell people to take their lives. No. Like, exactly. You know, that like... And that's why, you know, social media is so damaging, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, and I turn to social media as well for some support mm-hmm. as well. And I, you know, I post some stuff about my uh, my my social media. And gosh, I had a bully on there too. Mm-hmm. Going, Everyone does. Like who, who is like, uh, like there was this fake account that actually came up and mm-hmm. said, you know, how dare you do this? How dare you share this with it? Right? Like, why, why don't you think about, you know, your kids and who you're affecting, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I was engaged, blah, blah, blah. You need some help. I'm like, dude, I, you That's know. That's why I'm help. posting That's on That's why here. I'm posting on here. Because on social media, you find, you know, you find, like, it, you, you, find, you find people that are going through the same thing. Yeah. And they will share the same thing. And some of those messages that some of those people put on there, mm-hmm. like, it saved me a few times. Yeah. Right? Like, you look at it and go, I'm not the only one going through this. Yeah, and you're not. It, not might, it might not be the same situation, but I'm not the only one challenged with loving myself. Right. Right? And loss and grief and all these different things. So, um, yeah, fuck you, you social media yeah, bullies. bullies. Like, like, fuck off. I remember when I lived in Vancouver and I went through a really dark couple of days and I literally didn't leave my bed for three days and I just was like, is leaving this world the answer? Like, no, it's not. Like, it's no, not. Like, it's the, not. It's, it's so, I don't know. It just brings me to want to like say to anyone who is struggling with their mental health and suicidal thoughts that you just should always reach out. Like, reach out to me. Reach out to Jason. Reach out to me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or, um, um, you know, there are numbers out there for anyone out there who is struggling. And yeah, the holidays um, definitely make it worse, I think, for some people. Especially if you've lost a loved so. one, lost a family member, just moved to a new city. Loneliness. And you know what? The, I was just talking to this with a patient of mine here earlier. Loneliness during the holidays is a killer. Mm-hmm. It is like, you know, and... You know, if you're far from your family or you're far from, you know, the traditions that you're used to, um, you know, it feels very lonely. Yeah. Right. And there's a difference between being alone and lonely. Mm-hmm. And the biggest difference with feeling lonely is, you know what? You have the power within yourself. Yeah. Pick up the phone. Exactly. Call a friend. Call a bunch of friends. Post on social media. Mm-hmm. Geez, we have technology that, you know, with Zoom, you can join 
an event somewhere. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be lonely. Yeah. Right? Um, and the, you know, that, that's, you know, that that's, that also has affected me too. Like, you know, we have different Christmas traditions now that we now have two different families with mm-hmm. my kids. Right? But... You know, I've made my peace with it. I even showed you the gift that uh, I yeah. uh, I bought uh, my uh, my ex and her new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and why I did that is because I'm showing my kids. I want to show my kids that hey, you know what? It's okay to start new traditions. Right. It's okay to have new people in your life. 100%. It is okay to make a decision. You know, to make you happy. Right. Right. And. That's why I made the decision to separate from 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 uh, from my wife of eighteen years. Um, it's been a tough road up and down, um, and I forgot some of those skills, and that's why I checked myself into the, the, the mental health uh, um, services here in, in in Calgary. Yeah, and why I checked them into public health because heck, I don't have the money. I we used to pay four hundred fifty dollars, three hundred fifty dollars an hour for couples counseling, individual counseling. And um, and uh, and uh, family counseling mm-hmm. um, to this one therapist that dealt with us all, mm-hmm. and you know I during COVID that's where we spent all our money because we couldn't spend it mm-hmm. anywhere else. You know, thank goodness that guy got a facelift afterwards because you know what that's probably where he spent a lot of the money that we spent on. And, yeah. you know, like we, like, normally families spend their money on vacations or whatever. Right. And because we couldn't travel, we spent it on therapy. Mm-hmm. So, therapy, bring it back. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, you got to do what makes you happy. And life is worth living. And if you have any advice to give people struggling, take it away. What is it? The biggest advice that I can give anybody is... Find universal compassion and kindness, first for yourself mm-hmm. and for everybody else. Love it. That's all. You're so kind. <laughs> You're so kind. I can also be mean, and you know, as uh, some some people have told me, I can be mean. But you know what? I prefer to share love because it's you know it's 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 less toxic. Mm-hmm. It's healthier, and. Even, you know, even for, uh, even for my ex, like, you know what, I, I, I cannot get, I, for what I learned in therapy was I will let my negative emotions eat me up mm-hmm. and kill me and it will be toxic to me if I don't look at it a different way. Yeah. So. Well, I want to end this on a happy note. Okay. If anybody that you know or anyone, any of my listeners know that are struggling with mental health and suicidal thoughts, please reach out. There are numbers. There are phone lines. There's social media. There's myself. There is Jason. And we're we building, are here. Yeah, we're, we're building a team here to uh, help everybody with, uh, with with their mental health and especially guys. Like, yeah. you know what? Um, I'm a guy's guy. I play hockey. I play, you know, I... I I love women and mm-hmm. um, I love having sex with <laughs> I think we, know, all do. we all do right <laughs> and guys like you know what if you are you know if you are in a divorce or breaking up in a relationship or just you know questioning you know you know the pain that you have mm-hmm. please 
GlowMD Clinics. Yes. Tell Com- everyone where they can reach you. Ah, uh, email us. Uh, you can email me directly. It's jason at glowmdclinics.com. That'll start our conversation. Perfect. Yeah. I love that. So please reach out. It takes zero dollars to be kind. You guys, um, the holidays are here. Just be nice to each other. Like Ellen says. What does Ellen say? Be nice to one another. Be nice to one another. Mm-hmm. Love that person. Don't forget to get your cat spayed or neutered. Like Bob Barker says. <laughs> Don't forget to practice safe sex with... Um, the Ally Mars. Um, if you are looking for condoms, I have a discount code now. So if you want to travel on over to www.onecondoms.com or www.myonecondoms.com, use code MARS, all capital letters. It'll save you 15% off your purchase. And if you are looking for Botox, injections, Face lifting, things you need for your face. You are going to self-care. come to my clinic. We're here all about self-care. LowMD, come see Jason. Mention my name and save $100 off your purchase or your injections. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jason, thank you so much for coming on today. I really enjoyed this episode. And I hope that it really makes a difference for people that are listening. And all it takes is one. And that's, yeah. that's the goal. I love you guys. And this is my second episode of the month. And I will be back in the new year. Everyone have a happy holiday, Merry Christmas, safe holidays, have safe sex, don't drink and drive, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, we'll see you in 2023. We'll see you in 2023. Thanks, love. <laughs>
Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. 